good evening and welcome to Horror Stories. I'm your host, Kelly Aaron, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Sasha Powers. Sasha! And our fantastic guest, two-time guest now, our friend Kathy. Kathy, how are you this evening, my friend? Hello, Kelly, and nice to talk to you, Sasha. Um, I'm great tonight, having a good night. Yay! It's so great to talk to you. We were excited to get you back on. We have actually referenced your podcast several times. I know that you are a listener and that makes us very, very flattered. But when we were doing our year in closeout and or our season closeout from our first season, uh, we specifically mentioned how cool it was to talk to our friends J and K about their experiences and about how we just thought it was really cool that y'all at such a young age at college time knew that you really were probably the ones for each other, but did some exploring just to be sure, because that was the mature thing. And just that kind of blew our minds just from a, just from an emotional maturity standpoint at such a young age. So, um, and, and I just love your relationship and, we talked a lot on the last episode about how you keep it spicy after seriously knowing each other, correct me if I'm wrong, for like 40 years <laughs> and being married for over 30, like uh, just, and that is why we want to talk to you again tonight. Um, yeah, that was such a good episode. I, I listened to it. Oh. Um I remember very specifically listening to it in the car and I was like, this is such a great conversation. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, thanks for coming back on. I'm so glad you felt that way. And we, we enjoyed it so much and we just enjoy sharing, you know, our, our, you know, wisdom, if you can call it that, that we've learned over all these years of being together and happy as a couple um, and, and what that looks like and, and that it, it can be real for people, you know, not to get too discouraged <laughs> that those kind of relationships can't exist because they can, if you, if you work at them. They can. Um, what I'm noticing as I'm getting older, and we've talked, Sasha and I have talked before, but it's just becoming more and more clear the older I get, is just how rare and special finding that true forever love really is. And you see people who are married for 30, 35, 40 years. Yes, uh, sometimes. That's a very long time. But sometimes it seems like people are going through the motions or it's like they've sort of existed for so long together that that's kind of just what they're doing and y'all just have flavor for adventure and flair you guys enjoy the hell out of your children uh you guys just love to go and do stuff and have fun and experience new things and i just once again we just want to have you on here to talk a little bit about your secrets <laughs> Um, love it <laughs> so Kathy talk to us about what you did recently to sort of spice it up a little yeah bit. so two two reasons I I did this kind of fun thing um I went and saw a boudoir photographer and it's an interesting thing to do because I did it for two reasons first is we were talking about um, living with intentionality and one of the things that I did at the age of 60 um, or are going to be 60 this year this is my 60th birthday coming up um, is said between 59 and 60 I want to do 60 brand new things that I've never tried before um, it was a way to keep myself like accountable to continuing to grow and to stretch and to make things interesting and to live a life of adventure and intentionality and not just a 
life of like, like you said, going through the motions. Um, I'm lucky to be able to do that. And some of them are very simple things. I wrote a mechanical bull in a little bar down in South Carolina. Oh my <laughs> God. That's that mechanical bull, right? <laughs> Were you any good at it? How did it go? Oh God, I always, it, it looks such, like so Deborah Winger made it look so easy. Remember? I, <laughs> I had so much fun because I was, scared as could be to do it because I'm not a super adventurous or like really like, um, you know, like risk taking kind of person. It's not my, my nature generally. So I got on that thing and I was having a ball and I was staying on it cause I got my core from all my Zumba work. And I thought, wow, but now I'm afraid I'm going to fall off. Like this thing's going to fuck me off and I'm going to be like hurt. So I'm like, I'm going to kind of like slip off. So I slid off at like 23 seconds. And then I looked at the leaderboard wow. and there was Ooh. Jared, Joel, Andrew and Evan. And I'm like, these boys could be my sons and they're only 25, 26 and 27 seconds on this bull. And I stayed on for 23. Wow. And you're intentionally sliding off too. You could have stayed on. Oh so my mad. God. I was like, if I so stayed cool. on longer, I would have been at the top of that leaderboard. Kicking ass at 59 years old. That's amazing. <laughs> That sounds like so much it fun. It was fun. It was. But it's so it's it's a lot of little things like that. I did a pole dancing class with a group of friends that um I do Zumba dancing with. I one of them said to me, "Let's do pole dancing." I said, "Great idea." We went to a studio, we had a blast. So one of the things I wanted to do as part of that six, you know, that 60 um for 60 kind of thing was um to do some boudoir pictures. And there's a couple of reasons I wanted to do them, not to bring the vibe down, but I have lost a lot of friends I have had a lot of friends who have lost breasts, who have had to have surgeries that have changed the way they look forever. Um, and I kind of realized that I'm really blessed that I've been healthy. I'm able to do the fitness work that I love to do. And I felt really good in my own body at this stage of my life. And I realized I want to chronicle right now exactly the way I look with all of the age and whatever else is happening, but really chronicle this because it may not always be this. It may be something else down the road. And I'll love that when it gets there, but it, right now I wanted it to be chronicled. So part of it was that, um, and, and kind of looking at these women that I know that have gone through these terrible surgeries and, and I, I honor them and I feel so, you know, like they're so amazing, like such inspirations, right. To battle this stuff. Right. Um, so I, I thought that was right. one of the things I wanted to do. And the other thing was, honestly, we talked about like keeping things spicy and having a lot of fun in our relationship for Jeff and I. And I realized, wow, these photographs would be really fun to tease him a little bit with, to be able to sort of dole them out to him when I felt like I wanted to show them and share them. Um, and to have him be able to, you know, look at this as a way of sort of seeing me in a different view. I know, Kelly, when we lost last talk, we talked about, you know, sort of the everyday and then sort of being in an environment where your that little secret side comes out and um oh so fun so, and it's only what you share with him mm -hmm. he's the only other one so that's really cool too that it's just something that you guys can really you know what i mean right that the, the whole portfolio of photos was just you know, yeah, it was something for intimate for the two exactly. Of you. And and the thing is, is that the photographer herself, and we can talk more about that as we get into it. But um, she really respects whatever your motivations are coming in for what you want the session to be, which is really a beautiful thing. Because I had kind of like a multi pronged idea about what I wanted to do with the session. So, 
So that's what motivated me to do it. And that's what we'll talk about tonight because I realized it would be fun to share that. I think every woman should have an opportunity to see herself in the most beautiful light and in the way that she most feels great about herself, you know? Yes. Absolutely. And sometimes you don't know what that looks like and you kind of have to have a professional sort of help you bring it out. So how, Kathy, did you... How did you begin to choose a photographer for this? Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing is that my husband, as you know, is is a pretty good photographer. <laughs> yes, he is. He's an amazing and photographer. I'll be honest with you. We have tried a few times to, to try to do some boudoir stuff, like just because he'll oftentimes be like reading about it or studying how to pose models or something. He'll say, hey, you want to be my model? And it has never worked out. For as great as our relationship is, I get bored and cranky and he gets anxious because he knows he's not <laughs> posing me the right way and he's still trying to learn while he's trying to do it. And I get anxious. And, and the next thing you know, or I would look at the take before he'd had a chance to really go through and I'd be really self-critical. Like, I don't like, eh, eh, I don't like that. Oh. And like, the women are that way. We're that way, right? Um, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I really thought, no, it really needs to be a third party. It, like somebody dispassionate, somebody uninterested and somebody, not uninterested, but you know what I mean? Like doesn't have an emotional connection. Right. Um, and right. Um, I thought I would look around at some of the portfolios of people that I you know, had heard about. And this one woman had taken other pictures of a woman that um, I'm connected to through my fitness work. And she is a um, weightlifter, a woman weightlifter. And she had had some photos done by her, which were amazing. And then I looked at the woman's portfolio and her name is Jessie. And she actually had incredible, empowering, beautiful stuff of every kind of body you know, um, every kind of gender, every kind of sexual orientation. And she had those presented in just beautiful ways on her website. And I thought, I really think this is somebody that I could work with. You know, it, it, the work, the product looks like what I want. Now I have to see if the process is, is going to work for me. Sure, sure. And what kind of like, how did you know that the product was what you wanted? What look or vibe did her work have that sort of was like, that's what I'm going for? Yeah, I think a big part of it was, you know, Kelly, you mentioned working in a, um, and I had been to your studio when it was in that beautiful old mill building. And this was another studio just like that in an old mill building. And the... Oh, we talked about doing yeah, yeah. photos, I think, or scenes or something yeah, and I think, in that studio. That was a great studio. Yeah, and Kelly mentioned <laughs> that um, it, she had a photographer, boudoir photographer that worked in that studio, actually, that she knew or had known of. Um, and so it's a similar type of space. And I loved the light, the way that is in the space. Um, the big open airy ceilings it and it was her work was very um, respectful very empowering like women looked really empowered in the pictures it didn't look like it was for the male gaze it really had a feel of being um, for women you know to feel good about themselves and I that was something I wanted I didn't want anything that was going to look too much like you know, like it was designed for the male gaze or it was designed for like a magazine or, you know, like I wanted something that was going to feel right. You know what I mean? It's more of a gut. <laughs> yes. And that's such a good point because I don't know about you, but sometimes even just, I have to catch myself sometimes in bed with somebody about sort of, this isn't a performative thing. Like you can relax and look how you're going to look or be how you're going to be. It's about my pleasure. Um, uh, and sometimes we're just, I think, so caught up as women in this culture where 
because of the porn that men have grown up on, that's that's just kind of what we're presented with. Do you do you Sasha? How do you feel about that at your age? Do you sit still? I mean, looking oh, I mean, around, just that objectification. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier offline. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, fucking... Well, what I, I as far as the male gaze versus the female gaze, it's just so it's so interesting how different those things can be. And how, so that's that would be really important um, for myself if I were to do this is to find something that was not geared towards the male gaze because that's just that is like not interesting to me so why you know yeah why would I want to create that for myself I guess but yeah so as far as that performative thing I mean I just I just feel like men it in general it takes like experience with uh themselves to get take like get away from the performative thing when it comes to sex, but it is more frequent in the younger generations, I think, um, to, to see that, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would think it's a lot of pressure, Sasha. Cause I really feel like, you know, if you look at like when Kelly and I were coming along as young women and, and starting to be sexually active and starting to meet people and, and have experiences, mm-hmm. they were all at times when, you know, nobody had a lot of comparison other than maybe a magazine or maybe a mm-hmm. film that you'd have to go to a store to look at or get, you know, there was no easy access on porn. And I think now on porn, there's so many like idealizer, like if you think about the average Instagram model and the way women are even mm-hmm. sometimes making up their faces to all look the same, you know, you get a lot of this, like, this is sort of like the beauty standard for how a vagina should look, how breasts should look, how stomachs should look, how legs should look. And all of it is really not real. (laughs) Right. And and so, you know, I think sometimes, you know, men who have less experience and more internet experience, maybe have different expectations of how women will be groomed, what their bodies will look like, you know, whereas I think older men have probably been down the road a few times and seen so many different women that they're sort of like, well, yeah, I, I see that on porn and I see this in a magazine, but you know, I kind of know that real women, you know, when I'm making love to them, the stomach's going to be here, there, or wherever it is, or, you know, that leg's going to be bent that way or whatever's happening. And um, it's not always going to look like a magazine shoot, you know? (laughs) I've had, I've caught myself multiple times, like having these conversations with men my age or younger, where I'm like having to explain to them that like, yeah, this body is not real. (laughs) Like even, even if it's like somebody in front, of you that you can clearly tell has modified their body yet there's nothing wrong with any of those things but like to to have that as like your standard is is like putting the pressure on women to like modify themselves to fit something that's just not natural at all it's acceptable for that person if that's what they want to do with themselves but like there it's like getting to the point where it's so manufactured on social media that like men of a uh, or and women of a younger generation are just like not even able to see what's artificial and what's not, which is is worrisome. That is it's scary. Crazy. Sometimes I'll look back on like photos of like Farrah Fawcett or um, you know name somebody from sort of that era. Jane Fonda. And, and, you know, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, oh, yeah. yes. And you see the beautiful facial features and. Sometimes, uh, you know, the top lip is a little thinner Mm -hmm. or sometimes 
there's a little eye crease mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's like, it really strikes me like, wow, that is what a woman looked like in a, or a person looked like in the seventies without any kind of, uh, IG filter or, um, you know, whatever's happening now to sort of make people sometimes look similar, like you said, yeah. and I'm not knocking any of it. It's whatever you want. Like Sasha said, I've got disport in my forehead as we speak. <laughs> so I'm not trying to fuck with that or fuck with people. Yeah, if yeah. you want to look like a Kardashian, look like a fucking Kardashian. I don't care. But I'm just saying, like you said, we were talking, it's, it's, some of that seems kind of a little bit focused toward the male gaze, whereas mm -hmm. to see something um, authentic and I don't know about y'all, but when I'm when I'm flying through the ads and scrolling up now more than ever, this is another thing you see on on the other side of it. I see some cellulite in the ads. Yeah. I see some fat in the ads and I love it. It's like, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. I, I it's. First of all, to me, it's more interesting than an airbrushed, filtered out, perfectly, quote, unquote, shaped situation. Um, I, I love to be out and about and I love to see Lizzo. I love to see right. uh, Ashley Graham. I love it. These mm -hmm. are people that are normal size. Yeah. And I, I um, love, to see that. love it. Yeah. I actually just heard an interview with Nicki Minaj mm. <laughs> and she was talking about how she altered her body because of the comments that people like Lil Wayne and like these really big names in the rap community were talking about her body mm. and how like it made her feel like she had to fit this mold. And it made me like think like if she she was. She said something to the effect of like, "It's different when it comes out of Lil Wayne's mouth, and like mm. these people that can make and break your career." Um, so she altered her body. She got injections and all these things, and all of these girls look up to her mm. and look at her body and and think that she they want to be like her, and she's sitting there like getting you know, wanting to fit something else. So it's like an endless cycle of like, where are we going to stop? Yeah, and I think <laughs> you know? we do it to ourselves in a lot of ways because I think men in general, like, you know, I, I think just about any woman that like drops her robe and says, you know, do you want to have this? Will be like, sure. They're not looking at that mm -hmm. cellulite or this or that. You know, they're not. No. They're just like, wow, I'm getting to have this. This is amazing. But I think what it does to us as women and especially the younger women is it kind of creates this culture of like, that everything has to be perfect. And I think it takes a long time. It took me a long time to get to the point in my life where I could say, no, this is, this is good enough. Whatever is here is great. And I'm going to love and embrace what I have because the thing you learn as you get older is it's never getting better. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm sorry for all of Absolutely. us. To march to the end. Yeah. <laughs> it really it's like sandbags and like you said, die sport or whatever you want, but it's not getting, you know, so love it now. And, and that's what I love about the Lizzo's and Nicki Minaj's and the, and the, um, you know, the, the really empowered women entertainers now, and they are, you know, putting pressure on uh, media and advertisers to say, I want to see when you show me your underwear, show me six women wearing the same pair, you know, yes. Yes. Shape. that's what we want to see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I just, it, it excites me. I love it. And makes, um, 
I, there's an inclusion thing. Yeah, it's me just hope so for weird. younger. It's yeah, it's just weird to go through ads and see people who are size zero or these sample sizes that these designers put out that are uh, not realistic mm. at all. And uh, nor do I want to honestly be shaped like that. I'm once again, no offense, but I like my ass y'all. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, okay. So let's go back, Kathy, and talk about, you know, you said that you talked to this photographer beforehand. Like, tell us about the discussions that went down about sort of what vibe you were going for, because you mentioned wanting to get something that wasn't sort of male gazy, but made you feel empowered. What did you talk about in relation to how the session was going to go and what it was going to feel like? Yeah, she was really great. And I think that's one of the things I would tell people if you're looking for someone is have that conversation before anybody starts taking clothes off, because it really is important to have a connection with your photographer and also for them to know really exactly what it is that you want. And she had a, pro a whole process starting with we're going to have a Zoom conversation for an, you know half an hour and we're going to talk about what you hope to get out of it. I'm going to explain the process to you completely because everyone's anxious when they come in to the studio for the first time. And, um, and that first conversation, she really wanted to know what my motivations were for getting it done, which is exactly what I, I just talked to you guys about, those sort of three-pronged things. You know, I wanted to kind of keep it spicy for my husband. I wanted to do my new thing and really, you know, you know, record this body today, right now, feeling good about it. Yes. Um, so that was really, um, you know, what I talked to her about. And she said other people come to her with very, very different reasons. Sometimes they have been abused and even getting naked for them is a real challenge, but they want to get over that hump and feel comfortable in their own skin. And, you know, so she has all different people coming from different places. And so it was really great to talk to her because then she got a really good idea about what you wanted out of the session. And for me, I, you know, I explained to her that I loved her studio and I loved the idea of the wood and the natural backdrop. Um, you can't see it so much in the picture I gave you guys, but some of the other pictures we did are against windows um, out to this just beautiful. It's just like an embankment behind, but because it was wintertime, it was all um, full of snow and little, you know, branches and things out there. Beautiful. And she said it's foliage in the spring. It's beautiful. You know, it's, it's a nice spot and it's all just those, you know, you, you know, from your studio, there's just giant windows that they have in these in these um, yes. mill buildings so I really liked that because I thought you know have being a photographer's assistant so to speak for my husband and his work that he does with his photography I really understand the importance of light and the right kind of light and how that can really change um, how we look at ourselves because we'll look at things in bad light and be like look, look at that look at this but in good light you look and say oh that looks really good <laughs> completely different right. isn't that crazy right makes all the difference so yeah so that's why I was and I wanted to make sure I had a comfortable rapport with her and, and we really established that in the in the 30 minute conversation to start um, and then she was able to give me a real good rundown on what her process is and I, I would really recommend that people do that because like I said the photos I did with Jeff we didn't do any of that and so we just didn't have that even though we've been married for 37 years and we have all this connection we didn't have a good experience taking these kind of pictures yeah. I, I also feel like I mean if you're having your partner of 35 years like there's like a difference like if your you know husband doesn't you know put the toilet paper on the toilet thing <laughs> versus like a stranger like it's just like exponentially more annoying <laughs> coming from them yes. so that makes it sense be. Like, be. Yeah. you're not getting my right lighting and it's driving me nuts yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, how about like suggestions for poses? Did you kind of have some, did you come in kind of knowing what you wanted to do or was you, did you work with your photographer to decide what kind of poses and outfits? How did that go down? Yeah. So what she does is she actually has like a little, um, a few outfits herself that she has in various sizes and she gets them all nicely cleaned between clients, obviously. And um, she has those on like a little website and she says, you can look at these. If there's anything here you like, you know, you can go ahead and, and um, you know, choose those. And I, if I have it in your size, we'll, we'll do that. Um, she said also bring something that you're comfortable in. And she said, especially something really cozy, the first, like, a favorite thing. So she said, like, my first pictures I'm going to take of you are going to be in, like, your favorite fuzzy sweater, maybe with just a thong, you know, but but you got the sweater on. So you feel covered. You feel cozy. You're in something you love. Um, she And I did pick a sweater I have that's, like, an open shoulder and kind of a low neck, and I love it. It's a really neat sweater. So I was like, well, that I'm going to do that as my first because then I'm feeling comfortable. It's something I like. I feel comfortable. I feel covered in it. Um then she kind of moved on and, and said, you know, then we'll, we'll, we'll do a couple of costume changes. And she said, but we'll also take things off as we go. And, you know, by the end of the session, I was completely nude. She only did implied nudity with me because that's, you know, kind of what boudoir is. We're not, you know, obviously doing a big, you know, money shot. <laughs> but she did a lot of implied nudity and I ended up on the floor literally bent in an arched back position, um, you know, on the floor for her, which I would not have imagined myself being willing or wanting to do. But by the time you get to the end of the session, you're so comfortable with her and how she um, wants to pose you. And she also does another thing that I thought was really great. She'll, every once in a while, she'll pick a pose and she'll show it to you in camera and say, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Like she's so empowering and so like, you know, you look so gorgeous. This is so beautiful. Look how this is. Look at the light. You're so perfect here. That just looks so great. You're doing a great job. And so you feel really like, oh good, I'm, I'm doing it right, you know? And, yes. um, and you don't have so much anxiety about it. And then the other thing she did with posing is she had like a whole series of poses that she likes to do with little props that she has. She had that little bed that I was on in the picture I showed you guys. Um, oh, and I just have to tell you as an aside, that outfit. So those boots Jay bought for me, he saw them somewhere and was like, I love these boots and I want to buy them. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while he'll buy things for me. And Sasha, you would just say, you get like annoyed with sometimes with your partner. And I'll be like, why are you buying me these things? I'm not going to buy them. <laughs> and then I would wear those boots out with an outfit to like a show in Boston. And the women in the line at the bathroom would be like, those boots great those are awesome <laughs> and it just made me feel so good like you know I got attention in them and they're so cool I mean people haven't seen the photo but it's literally like maroon boots thigh high with a big heel and they're just so sexy so I feel really sexy in them so you know when I'm wearing that kind of stuff it just feels good, you know, and I love the idea that Jeff got them for me and that he was going to be peeping at that picture later on in my, you know, in the process. So that really made it fun, but she's really good yeah. about, um, so she'll do kind of like sort of a, a laughy expression. So she might have you in a pose and do three different expressions, kind of like looking away from me, looking away from the camera, looking at the camera, kind of sultry, little mouth open, maybe kind of sexy. And then kind of like, maybe another one where she wants you to be she'll be like happy we're gonna do happy 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 now smile big happy and you do like a big laugh or big smile and she said my clients tend to gravitate to that like they'll look at that picture the sexy one the mouth open and then they'll be like the happy one i love the happy one because it's sexy it's fun it looks 
so like easygoing. Um, so she really yeah. had a whole series of poses and places around her studio that she would kind of put you um, and the costume changes and starting with the very comfortable, what you like best first, and then working your way to just, we're changing. Let's take that off. Let's pull that off the shoulder. Let's see how that looks just as a thong. We'll just kind of tuck it up um, in the crack a little. Let's see what that looks like. And she really, <laughs> you know, she made you feel great. So you just did all these wonderful things. And, you know, every once in a while, she'd show you the picture and you go, oh, like, oh, I look kind of like a model. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool that's so cool yeah yeah it, it is and does it make you all self-conscious and stuff because she's complimenting you along the way right i love it and part of her process too was you come in and have an hour in hair and makeup before you even get started so you oh, have like a so nice. like an almost yeah. three-hour session and you come in and she has a hair and makeup artist on site that's included in the price and i had to tip her obviously um but she did like the big fake eye I, you guys do eyelashes? I have never done eyelashes before, so this was like novel. <laughs> I've tried them before, and it doesn't work for me, but on a regular basis. But yeah, I love them. I wish I, I could. I feel like I, if nobody can see me, but I have big eyes, so if I put fake eyelashes on, I feel like a raggedy end. All you have gorgeous <laughs> eyelashes. Those eyes are beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. You do. And she's coming at us tonight with no makeup. God, look at that youth. I know the glowy <laughs> so skin. Gorgeous. I don't have any on either. But I'm looking at my pasty green. You know, <laughs> you look beautiful. You look. You both uh, look great. But I just no. Them. But yeah, I like the look of. I mean, so I've done makeup in the past. And um, there's always this rule, like, photography takes away 30% of the makeup on your face. So even if you were to have those fake lashes or heavy makeup or whatever, it doesn't, it just looks, like, glamorous on the on the camera. It doesn't look like, you know, Yeah, you're exactly makeup. right. Because that's my thing is I was, I never wear that much makeup. And she had it really, like, tons and tons of it on. But, you know, okay. again, colors that worked with me, very natural looking once you saw it on the camera. Other than the big giant lashes, which I felt like had like caterpillars on my eyes. I was like, I have caterpillars. (laughs) (laughs) They always look so cute. I just can't. But then you look at the pictures and you're like, that looks really nice. Yes. Yes. Like you said, it's a completely different look once you get it on the camera. So you mentioned, um, Kathy, you know, we've been talking about your partner throughout, but did he, I can't remember, did you say, did he specifically know that you were going to do these or were they a surprise to him? Yeah, no, I I did um, tell him that I was going to do the session. Um, And in some ways that was a little bit of a tease too. It was a little bit of like, I'm going to do this thing, you know, and it was kind of fun for him to imagine. Imagine me doing this thing. And he actually was so excited about it that he said it, the, the, the photographer actually um, lives near or to Boston, but she has a studio further out in one of these little mill towns and it's not very near to where we live. So it was um, like a Sunday morning and we had a little bit of weather too. And so I guess I had remember told you the snow was there. And so he was like, can I drive you? Like, I just love the idea of like, you know, driving you over there. dropping you off. I was like, sure. That sounds great to me. And then afterwards with the big face of makeup, um, he was like, let's go out to lunch, you know? <laughs> you know, so we did that. We went to this little Mexican place. It was tons of fun. But, um, but yeah, so I think he knew it was coming. And then we talked a little bit about the idea of him, um, 
working with me to select, like once all of the proofs were ready. Um, but then I kind of thought, no, I kind of love the idea of I'll select what really makes me feel that meets that need of mine to sort of, I want this to be a documentation of what I look like right now, how good I feel about myself. And, you know, so if it's something that uh, I don't really love that one, then I'm not going to pick it. Whereas he might be like, oh, I like, you know, because probably like all of them. Uh, <laughs> right, right, so right. I, 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 I did end up picking them myself, which I thought was kind of fun to do. And then, um, you know, um, there's a whole process that she has for getting them to you. We can talk about security and that kind of stuff in a minute. But um, then I thought, well, now the fun part will be kind of meeting them out to him when I feel like I want to have a little fun, when I want to play, when I want to stick, oh. you know, stick it on a message to him when maybe he's upstairs. Because we're together a lot. We're retired. We're in the same building a lot of days. <laughs> we both work from home, you know, our part-time work. So I, you know, a lot of times it's just coming from across the room and like all of a sudden he'll hear his little messenger. Ting. It's sort of like a like a Pavlovian. Like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. But if he didn't love the teeth, I wouldn't do it. He loves it. it. Because you guys act like you've been married for three years. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. It's so damn cool. Did he now so he knew about it, did he? have any requests or anything or would just he because he's so respectful I could see where he knew this was going to be your thing yeah it's these are the reasons you want to do it so he wasn't like you know be sure to be sure to look over nope. your shoulder like he was you know, really was that. yeah he was really wonderful about that and I think it's partly you know being um you know I, I think Kelly last time you and I talked with him too we talked about how he's such a feminist you know <laughs> Yes, and, and he really yes. is so respectful of the idea that like, and so I actually put all of my little outfits in like a garment bag and they were all zipped up so you can see ahead of time what I was going to wear. <laughs> so even the outfits nice. were a surprise for him, which was kind of fun. And I think, um, yeah, it, you know, like he would never want to be directive like that since it, it was my process, you know, it was really the process was all about me and what I was doing and how I was feeling. And then the product was something that I could share with him when I felt like I wanted to. <laughs> and I love that, that sounds, whole part of it. Yeah, yeah I I think okay. like you're like connecting dots in my head right now <laughs> for myself because I know that I'm from a technology generation where you know when you're in your 20s and 30s or whatever you like exchange photos with your crush or whatever and like I ha I anytime a, a certain photo was requested of me from some guy I would send it, but I'd be like, I hate it. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to see that, but they always got the pleasure out of it. And it's, and it, and it's not like a fun experience to, it's not beneficial to me to see photos of myself that I don't necessarily like, but just for the pleasure of somebody else. So I like that you chose your own photos because it puts it back into your own pleasure, which is. I, so I think that's so important, Sasha. And part of what you and Kelly always talk about is this sort of generational divide thing and, you know, how things are different with, you know, a little bit younger, a little bit older. And I, I really worry for some of our young women um, that some of what they're doing is sometimes a little bit coerced, like a little bit mm. feeling like I'm doing mm. this because I want my partner to feel pleasure. I want my partner to be happy. I want to impress this man, or I don't want to, I don't want him to turn into a scary guy. Like there's that too. I mean, I, I do know young women who've been in situations where, you know, to stay safe, they've been like, I sort of have to go where I don't want to go. Cause I don't feel like if I was to change 
plans now that this man would be accepting of that in a way that would be mm. comfortable. And maybe it's just more easy to, you know, and I feel sad that young women have to be in that position. I, I do. I, I, and women have always been in that position. I know it's, it's a hard thing. Um, but especially the picture thing, I think, um, you know, and we could talk a little bit about that next if you want to, I don't know what else you have on your list, Kelly, but, um, you know, the picture security and, and feeling like who has them and how do you feel about that? And I think it's really important whatever photographer you work with, that they have a really solid process for that. And that's something to interview about, look about, you know, ask about, um, because mm -hmm. that's one of the things that Jesse made me feel very comfortable with. Everything was encrypted. I was sent a key. I was, you know, any, okay. right. Exactly. That was going to be kind of our next question mm -hmm. is like, once you've mm -hmm. got them in your possession, um, like, how do you save them in a place where you know that just the intended intended recipients uh, will have access and, and where you can get to them in a way that's not too cumbersome, but that's also secure? Right. How do you, what do you do? How do you do that? Yeah. So a couple of ways, um, you know, one of the things is obviously not to keep them on, um, you know, the, the photographer sent an encrypted um file, you know, with a separate encryption key for me to use. Um, and then I use that to open them and see them. And then when I downloaded them, I was able to password protect the file that they go into. And um, so basically that has a password that has to be used in order to even open the file, um, you know, mm -hmm. to see any of the images. Now, I'm sure that there's some hacker somewhere that could maybe get a hold of those. I don't know. But um, generally those kind of locked files provide a, sort of another layer of protection over just like, oh, somebody got your password and got into your, you know, your, your computer. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then the other and I'm assuming you could probably take an additional step of like putting it on a separate hard drive right. and doing all these other things. And like there's multiple layers that you can do. That's another thing too. Security. Right. Whenever um, Jeff was experimenting with boudoir, um, you know, he always would put things on a separate drive and all of our drives go into safety deposit boxes because they have all of Jeff's photographs and he doesn't want to ever lose them in a fire or flood or, you know, so all of his, his backup system mm -hmm. includes keeping things on, you know, a hard drive that's locked in a safe deposit box somewhere. So, <laughs> but then the additional step of putting a, you know, a password on the folder, because um, I feel like, well, what if my digital memories, like sort of like kids going through pictures later on in the attic after you're dead, you know, like what if they don't want to see these? <laughs> I would be proud, you know, honestly, I would be proud if my kids saw these because I feel like they would see them and say, oh, wow, this is mom in a really beautiful light. This is mom doing a really neat thing for herself. I mean, they know I did this. So they, mm -hmm. you know, they'd be aware of it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, I, right. I don't feel any shame about it, but you obviously don't want anybody to steal something. And that's one of the things that happens mm -hmm. in our society or somebody's disgruntled and then they're using things for revenge. Um, you know, those are, those are sad situations and it shouldn't happen, you know? So these are just ways to protect right. yourself. Um, another thing I use um, to be able to send um, the photos through message is I have a photo vault. It's an app called photo vault. There's a lot of different apps that have this and any young person can do this. If you know, if they're sharing photographs like this or getting them from somebody is um, put them in the photo vault and that's also password protected and it's encrypted. So as it's coming, you know, out, it's, it's encrypted and, and it would have to be um, password protected in order for you to see it. Um, so I'll pull it out of the photo vault and put it into um, Messenger as an end-to-end decrypted -end secret message. And that's one of the ways that I do that. Oh. Um, the nice thing about Messenger is end-to-end -end encrypted. And you just go up there and there's like a little lock at, at the top of your list. 
and you know you pick your person and you hit that little lock and it says it's going to be end-to-end encrypted is that um anything intercepted would be you know you couldn't see it you wouldn't know what it looked like um you wouldn't know what it was um it just looked like data right (laughs) and i'm not the i'm not the expert on this jeff is really good at this this stuff better than i am but um but the other nice thing about that is that if somebody takes there's there's no ability to save it from that. Like you can't save those things like as a screenshot, like you can save it as a screenshot, but you can't save it in your, like in your photo, you know, roll, your camera roll. So if a young man or a young woman are sharing pictures and you know, nobody can share it. If somebody takes a screenshot of it, which is possible, um, it tells you, notifies you somebody took a screenshot okay. so that you know okay. now that they have put it in their photo camera roll. Because that's more available, obviously, being on iCloud or where, wherever that is. Um, right. So that's right. one way that people can kind of say, you know, I'll share this picture with you, but I'm going to make sure that you don't take a screenshot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good yeah. safeguards. Sasha, do you have you heard about this app or apps that? Um, I haven't and specifically have heard about that app. I mean, no, I don't think I've ever heard of like a photo vault. I mean, I would assume that anything like that exists, and it should exist. It should be more like I was thinking, like it should be a standard option to have on like these social media sites, like. Snapchat is a big one mm. uh, where you can send photos and it tells you if somebody screenshotted right. it, but it doesn't prevent them from screenshotting. Right. It. And it also doesn't prevent them from like stealing the photo and sending it to whoever. Yeah. Um, and so I know they've gotten, you know, I think they've gotten in huge trouble legally over these things. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I wish that that those types of programs are, the norm for especially for the younger generations that just don't have you know the savvy maybe the knowledge Mm. yeah Mm. (laughs) the and and i think the the ideal would be for us to just not have any more shame about it you know what i mean like oh yeah i mean this is really where we need to get right to the point where Mm -hmm. you know a human body like my body even if it's on the floor you know with my back arched um, is nothing mm-hmm. to be ashamed of. <laughs> you know? Having sex is nothing to be ashamed right, of. Exactly. Your, your your work shouldn't, you know, right, right, <laughs> care. Exactly. But then we live in this world where, you know, we, we know half the world is like, you know, you know, their hair is on fire if they see something that they don't think they should see, or if you have, you happen to be a, you know, a firefighter and they see it and it's like, oh, this person's working for our town. We can't have this. So I, I get why people have to be careful. And that's why um, I think the photographer I worked with was, it's why I'm careful. Um, but I do feel like, you know, the biggest, you know, ally in our in our ability to shut down this kind of revenge porn and all this stuff is the shame piece of it. To be like, I'm not ashamed. You should be ashamed for sharing that. to Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And at this point in time, the person sharing it's got a dick pic or 10 somewhere or <laughs> a video or 10 somewhere. Right. So it's almost like everybody's got something, right? Something floating out there at this point in time, just about. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a mutual destruction kind of thing. And like you said, <clears throat> go ahead. Like what, 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 what are you t- uh, the, there's nothing to be ashamed about. 
um and this uh like you said revenge porn to humiliate i'm glad to see states mm. like california if you share that shit in california you're gonna there's mm-hmm. it's gonna be some repercussions i don't know about other states but there are certain states that have yeah. pretty strict revenge porn laws on the books because um people just uh you know they get shitty yeah and nowadays like you don't even have to actually have posed for anything to have something come out i mean with the way that you can manipulate photographs nowadays you can make somebody look like they were running around naked mm-hmm. and they never took a stitch off i mean yeah so we really can't be ashamed anymore and we really can't always believe everything we see anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah so have you thought about what like because you had mentioned that you wouldn't care if your you know children came across them or anything like that mm-hmm. have you thought about like are you going to print these on anything or um, like, are you going to pass it on to your children? Are you going to put it in a, a box in the attic? That's like, great question. do you want them to stumble across it? Like, yeah. I would have loved to have that from my grandmother or cool? my mother or whatever. Yes. Like, I, yes. like yes. just to learn something about them in that way yeah, that like a, probably... a different side of them right like i, I was just reading yeah. an article today about guys who um, do home inspections and they said the things they find in walls and he said this one woman they sent it was, she had passed she was an elderly elderly woman and he found all of her s&m stuff in the wall of her oh. house he said she was oh. this 90 year old lady and he was like she lived a spicy life good for her like he was thrilled but mm. i think it's true. I mean, I think a lot of times the younger generation thinks they invented sex, but guess what? All of us are here because some people have sex. <laughs> my grandma did and my great grandma did. So I think, yeah. I think there's a level of, yeah, that it, it's sort of fun to, to think about like what you would leave behind. But um, some of the, the products, like my photographer actually had some really wonderful things. Like she said, she has single women who just will do a book for their own coffee table Mm -hmm. for themselves. Um, One of the fun things that she had, and I think it sort of attracted me, was kind of cute, is you remember those GAF GAF Viewmasters? Kelly, you'll know. Oh, yes. Yes. Like a little red, imagine like a camera, but instead of a camera, it's just looking up at the light to create like Mm -hmm. a a, a view. And then there's a little film inside of it. Yeah, I love that sound the when you push and the, film the button. advances and you see the next little square. And like when we had him as little kids, it was like Bambi. Oh, there's Bambi. There's Thumper. There's Thumper. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you can look up in the light and see what you were going to see. Gonna be, there's Kathy's ass. <laughs> so i think she makes one of those from the 12 images that you pick um and it is so fun so So, um, that's gonna be mr's mr j's uh father's day present is i'm gonna present that to him he's gonna finally get to see the viewmaster he's seen a lot of the photos but now he'll get to see the viewmaster and keep it in his little side table so yeah so that might be available if we drop dead on a plane crash my kids are gonna see the viewmaster and be like okay mom's at it again you know like this <laughs> You're gonna hear that click noise in the That's other right. room, like, and, and from heaven, like, or hell, or wherever that is. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so that was sort of a fun thing, and I think that now once I've shown Jeff all the photos, because um, she does offer a photo book, but the price of it was kind of high, and since I do a lot of photo books myself for travel, I'm pretty familiar with the um, the apps and things to use to make those. So I think I may do a photo book for myself. Um, you know, and then those pictures will be obviously someplace else, but I may choose some of the ones that have a lot less nudity or something like, you know, like I may do some kind of little photo book um, 
just for myself, you know, because you, I think one of the things yeah. where I was talking about with Jay is that like people take photographs and then they never do anything with photographs. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. So should and I get sometimes... a fat head? Should I do like a big fat head? Yes. You know yes. <laughs> put like a big sticker for the wall. So you walk into the cottage, put it in your guest cottage. So Stick it's it in like my you walk room. in. You need to yeah do a J and K like fat head for the cottage. <laughs> Like, we're just right around the corner if you there need we are. us. <laughs> oh my god. People be running screaming like I don't want to stay there. <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not true. I would love it. I would love it. Larger than life, yeah. baby. Larger than life. No, you don't need to see well, any of that. Well, as you look back <laughs> as you look back on this session, Kathy, and kind of had have have had some time to sort of think about it, do you have any uh, advice that you would give to somebody who was interested in having some boudoir photos taken? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to get over your fear of doing it, that somehow it's wrong or naughty or bad or, you know, I mean, these, this is a, a type of photography, just like posing those babies in the nutshells is, and, you know, it, it's a perfectly yeah. normal type of photography that photographers do. Um, and it's not anything dirty or weird or, you know, it, it's really just like having your senior pictures taken or your wedding pictures taken. It's another branch of that. And like that, you want to find a specialist, somebody who does that in particular, because they have skills about how to pose you, about how to make you look good. I, I'm like, where is my stomach? She lost it. It's gone. <laughs> She's amazing. I'm like, how did she do that? I've been living with this little pooch for years and she's just, it's gone. And, uh, you know, she makes you look great without doing like that wasn't Photoshop. It was just posing and the way that she did the lighting and the way that she did the position of the camera and the position of my body with the camera. And um, so she doesn't Photoshop. She does do um, several different techniques like a sepia and a black and white so that you have a choice of how you want that to look. Um, but you know, that's the thing. I think I would really look for somebody who's a specialist in boudoir, that that's what they do. Um, I would talk to people before you take off a stitch and before you pose, because you want to make sure you really feel comfortable with that photographer. They understand what you want out of the session. And, and, and for this particular um, photographer, she was all about process. She said, I hope you love the products and I hope you'll use the products for things and you'll do things with the picture. She said, but if all you get out of this is just feeling beautiful today, feeling like you had this amazing experience posing and having fun with the camera, that in itself is all that has to be, and she'd be happy with that. And, and she wants us to be happy with that to all her clients. So I think that's a really important part. You just need to talk about what you want, what your expectations are, what their process is so that you feel really super comfortable with everything that's going to happen. Not like, all right, walk in there. Let's take off everything right now, please. I'm going to start shooting. You know, like you want to have right. something that's going to make you feel comfortable. Understand if you have any baggage that, you know, like I am not taking off a bottom. Don't even ask me. Like I'm not doing it. Like you know, like they want to know that. So, and if you have a good one, they should they should respect all of that stuff. Um, and then the next piece is to make sure that their process in terms of encrypting and what's going to happen with your images. She talked to me about how she's going to destroy images after I bought them, after I've downloaded them. You know, she'll be destroying. Um, she she actually asked about because um, some of her clients, she says, you know, some of these images turned out really great. Would you sign a release so I can use them on my website or use them? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so I signed some off right. and I was happy to use because I'm not ashamed of these pictures. I feel really great about them and her work is beautiful. And so, 
I'm happy to, you know, have her use them if she needs to use them. And I'd pick certain ones that I'm like, no, that's just for my eyes or just for, you know, but, um, but I did right. pick some. Um, and I think that's an important piece of it. And the other piece of it is just to go in with a really like relaxed and trusting attitude, like try to not be anxious about how it's going to turn out. If you don't like them, you don't ever have to do anything with them, you know, but you know, kind of relax into the process a little bit and, um, and enjoy it. And I think that's, that's the advice I would give to people and do it, like do it for yourself because you might be at a stage in your life where like as a young woman, you may never look this way again as a woman that just had a baby, like maybe you want to document what that looks like right after you've had your baby and enjoy that body as it is then, or when you're pregnant or, um, or as an older woman, you know, like maybe you do want to show that mastectomy scar, you know, like, you know, all of us have these things in our lives that change us over time. And to document that, I think is such a beautiful thing. So I would just encourage people to like, try it, you know, really try it. Yeah, those are great, great pieces of advice. Mm -hmm. And you can see how important it is in that setting. If you're gonna get the maximum and really be able to project what you want to project, you're, you're gonna have to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I, I just would think if you yeah, that's yeah. such a good point. And how important that is about that photographer that there's some kind of trust and connection. So then you can really be free and not self conscious and in your head. Mm -hmm. And be able to feel beautiful. And it just sounded like all along the way, she was doing things, even during the session, see how wonderful you look. Doesn't this look amazing? And that just, once again, just kind of opens you up to the experience. I can, I've never really thought about the importance of that before and yeah. how critical that would be to get the images that you want to get. Really, yeah. Really and, cool. and have the process be what you want it to be. Cause I think so many times as women, we're looking at pictures of ourselves going like, I don't like that. And I like this. And I don't like that. And I don't like that. You know, like we do it all the time to ourselves all the time. Don't you? I mean, all Sasha, you probably do too, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I, I actually, my partner is like, I don't know how we're going to get any photos of each other. Cause I'm so scared of the camera all the time. Yeah. Like if somebody it's it's different, if somebody else has a camera and is taking a photo of me, for some reason that disconnect of me not having the control of the mm -hmm. selfie or whatever is intimidating. So um, I've always wanted to do like a boudoir thing and that fear of the, like not having the control mm -hmm. is real, but um I also know like there are, I would be, I would be a lot more comfortable with somebody who has a lot more knowledge on how to make me look good than I know how to make me look right. good, you know? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. This is mm -hmm. an expert, like you said, in this one thing and, and in is well-versed and just soup to nuts. Sounds like mm -hmm. she really just knew what she was doing. So yeah, we were really it. fortunate. Yeah, I was very fortunate. And I loved the process. And I loved the way that, that the products came out. And I wanted to chat with you about it, because I thought, well, this sounds like the kind of thing that, you know, Kelly's listeners would like to learn about. And um, I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. It also, I want to say wonderful. it's not just for women, like there right? are men boudoir photo shoots, like, 
there are plenty of photographers that will shoot men as well. And yes, those are and, also... and this woman will too. She she has it right on her her site that she's she's really all about you know every different kind of person, cis, trans, you know whatever's mm-hmm. happening yeah. with you. Um, she's happy mm-hmm. to 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 work with you and um, never discriminate. Obviously, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another really good point. Um, you know, there's a lot of not only bodies that are different but yeah people who are are identifying in different ways Mm -hmm. and to have somebody who can sensitive sensitively navigate the waters and be able to once again produce something that you're just thrilled with at the end is really Mm -hmm. really cool because it's a different product it's you yeah Mm -hmm. it's really really fun i think I love it. And I love the idea of Jay just like, you know, hanging out, editing some of his nature photos <laughs> and like, bleep, bleep, a <laughs> and maybe we need to take a little lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a little attention right now. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. This has been so wonderful talking to you tonight, Kathy, about this. We love having you on. And as I said, we've referenced your session before and how much fun we had talking to you and your partner some episodes back about your amazing relationship and your travels and adventures. And this is just another really cool thing y'all are doing. So yeah, yeah. well, I enjoy yeah, it. Now I'm going to, I'm going to look up boudoir photo. Oh, good, Sasha. I'd love yeah. to do it. It would be such a wonderful thing. I think yeah. at all stages yes. of your life, it really, it's, it's a beautiful Definitely. thing. Definitely. We'll have you back to talk about that, Sasha. There you go. <laughs> and I'm going to keep listening to you guys. You always have lots of fun stuff and lots of fun guests. So I really enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. We are loving doing this and it's because of guests like you that we are having such an amazing time. So, well, everybody, this has been another wonderful episode of Horror Stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We're I'm so excited tonight. We are coming at you from three different time zones as well. We've got yes. West Coast. I'm in the Midwest. And then we've Ooh. got Kathy, who's on the East Coast. <laughs> so this has been really, really cool tonight. Just thinking about that and how technology has brought us together this evening. <laughs> so, y'all, it's been great. Sasha, you got anything for our listeners? Um. Honestly, so I love that you came to us and you're like, hey, I have this topic that I want to discuss on our podcast. I absolutely love that. I totally encourage our other listeners like, hey, I want to talk about this thing. And we are very, very encouraging of that. So thank you for that. Um, And I am encouraging all of our other listeners. If you have something you want to talk about. Please. Absolutely. Please um, message us at horrorstories at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account, Horror Stories, and we are going to post a picture with Kathy's permission of her boudoir session on our uh, Instagram page when we publish the episode. So please be looking for that and like and subscribe us if you could rate and review. That would be great too. Sasha and I want to keep all these wonderful. uh, topics coming at you so um uh let us know we're out you're out there we have added a couple of other countries we'll get to that in our catch-up but um i know <laughs> it's really great i love looking on the thing and thinking like i don't even know where the dutch east indies is but shout out to our listeners in the dutch east indies hi everyone 
So yeah, I had to Google that up. So we are so excited about that. Thank you all and have a wonderful evening. We will catch you next time on Horror Stories. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.